Let's have a clean bite of the sandwich. I don't know what that means. This is the last <laughs> words out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is it referring to the fact that this is the third time that we've tried to start this podcast? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Does it refer to having just like a real dirt mouth? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know? dirt mouth is an you got underrated a nice, thing to have. Yeah, you got a nice clean sandwich. Yeah. Fresh out the... The oven? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. What, the sandwich factory? I do not know how sandwiches get made. Okay. I haven't got a clue. How do you get two pieces of bread? Okay. You, That's hard start. enough. Yeah, you get two pieces of bread. Two plus, I might add. Oh, okay. Such as the big McDonald's sandwich. Okay. So do you have a trick or triple stack? Um, well, that's what the Mc- McDonald, the big McDonald has. Oh, he does a triple stack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's little two sandwiches almost. Oh. But the middle bread is... <laughs> You've, surely you've, you're familiar with this sandwich, Max. What? <laughs> Have you heard of these French fried potato sticks that they serve as well? <laughs> no, but I did see that Donut King... Uh, no, wait, this is so sponsored and branded. I don't mm-hmm. like this. Let's do it again. Okay. Let's start it again. Really? Yep. You don't like my McDonald's tangent? Uh, let's see how the <laughs> sandwich... Let's Max, a- I'm hungry. Oh, God. Max, I'm hungry. <laughs> Max, the intro is about you feeding me now. <laughs> this is our fourth time doing the intro, and this time it's about you having to feed me. <laughs> oh, up. you want more? <laughs> <laughs> Play the intro. Wait. Oh, that's the gesture. <laughs> Play the intro. I thought that's Play a gesture the to start intro. again. <laughs> what do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skip three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start. On our bachelor. Bachelor. For the final time this season, welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts, a Bachelor Australia and New Zealand podcast from two Bachelors of Arts, me, Max Quinn, and my friend Xavier Rebetsky noonan Hi, Xavier. Hello. This is the show where we try and deconstruct The Bachelor using all the smart stuff that we learned in our arty degrees mm-hmm. and answer all the big questions. For example, what happened with Zach and who did he pick? Yeah. And secondly, what happened with Claudia and the elephant? Can anyone fucking tell me? We need to get back to this. <laughs> We're launching a much more detailed investigation. It's sort of like a serial style you know, like these popular podcasts that, that take their time, you know, because we're often trying to rush through like two episodes in, in one go and that sort of yeah. thing of the TV show and that kind of thing. We don't have enough time to really pull apart the stuff that matters and some of this stuff gets lost by the wayside. That's exactly right. And I'm just not sure that we spent enough time in previous episodes with the part of the show where Claudia, one of the former bachelorettes, fed pumpkin to an elephant mm-hmm. and she may or may not have controversially uh, given that elephant a little bit of leverage when she moved her hand possibly slightly moved. in giving that pumpkin to a the elephant. A little too far close Goodness towards the elephant's gracious. mouth. 
And let's flash back on that more times, please. <laughs> Guys, The Bachelor Biggest in New Zealand. Biggest controversy of the season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if you're joining us, I hope that you have uh, you have followed the series or at least followed our coverage of the series because we will be spoiling things on this episode. We will be talking about... This, this is sort of a recap of the series. Yeah. You know? This isn't just our, our synopsis of the episode that we just watched. Which was the finale. Which was the finale. But also we'll be reflecting on the series at large. Lot of fun moments. Can you believe we made it? Uh, it is crazy. It is kind of crazy. I think, I was doing the math the other day, I think maybe there's more episodes of our podcast that are about Bachelor New Zealand than, <laughs> than episodes of Bachelor New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, possibly. But uh, then, then we did about either Australian Bachelor or Australian Bachelorette. Definitely. This season has gone longer this than either of This is an 18-episode season, which mm. is a really long time. And like it did at certain times feel like a prolonged Suzuki sp- like sponsorship spot. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there were other times where it felt like we weren't going to leave Thailand or get off mm. the boat date. But It's strange considering how much time they had. Yeah. With this series, you know, they would have been given an 18 episode order to begin with. They would have known how much space they had and that kind of thing. Yeah. It is crazy. And we've said it before, <laughs> but it's crazy how much time they fucking spent in Thailand. It's so. Like, they could have planned this out. It. They could have gone to five countries. Do you know how much it costs to rent the Bachelor New Zealand mansion from season two for one night? Wait, of Australia or from New Zealand? Bachelor New Zealand mansion season no, I, two. I wouldn't have a clue. Can I guess, though? Yeah, give it a guess. So I didn't watch season two, so I don't know what the mansion was Just like. Just imagine it to be pretty much the same as the current mansion. Okay, because I was going to say, I'm only imagining it gets bigger every season, uh-huh. and I think season two would have been like roughly equivalent to like maybe a two, three-bedroom house, which I actually know how much it costs to rent, assuming it's in <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> anyway, no, how much is it? $10,000 a night. You uh wait USD no NZD wow I yeah. don't well actually that I mean, that means something to so me so for only about nine thousand dollars Australian a night you could okay. stay in this mansion which kind of maybe explains if they had to rent it out like why the production cost was so like exorbitant yeah you know it's a beautiful mansion mm. but maybe it was way cheaper to film in Thailand I want to say though like one night for like nine ten grand yeah we. Could- Probably pull that together, we could right? Swing that between like, not just us you and I, but and if we had like a Kickstarter, guests. like yeah. you know, people who are listening to the podcast, of which there are, what if we were to stage or a reality? Who knows how game. many? What if we were to stage a game of The Bachelor? Wait, you and I put on our own Bachelor. Yes. Wait, is so who's the bachelor? You are. You're in a, you're not. Oh my yeah, yeah, god, yeah. dude. I can't believe it. This podcast seems like it's maybe been building to this moment the whole time. I don't know how we haven't had this idea before. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it's a great one. Uh it's kinda like how the new episodes of Twin Peaks make you feel like maybe all the old episodes of Twin Peaks that we thought were the only episodes of Twin Peaks, maybe they were just building to this new Twin Peaks stuff. Goodness. You know? Uh, Max, I know no. you're a huge fan of Twin Peaks, and Look. I myself am a big fan. I've been watching it for almost two weeks. Wow, twin Zaby. weeks! I tell twin you, twin weeks. <laughs> uh, look, it's it's not for me. But do you know what is for me? What's that? Not burying the fucking lead. We've got to talk about who won this episode. Oh yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, the last thing I fucking last thing any of our listeners want to hear about is Twin Peaks. Right? It's now. true. Everyone cares about the Bachelor. The pop culture conversation right now has been. Totally uh, uh, devastated. The market is saturated. Yeah, has been saturated by discussion Drenched. of one show and one show alone. Yes. It's the most important show to everyone right now. Yes, and undoubtedly, uh, and and well, certainly to you and I. Look, it's driving conversation. Yes, left and right. Uh huh. Like a car, like a Suzuki, maybe. Like a Suzuki. Yeah. So, were there any shows that felt to you like a season-long arc for Suzuki? 
Now, I think back on the shows that I've enjoyed watching over the last year. Mm. You know, we had a little recap of TV on the, la- the last episode. But, you know, what are, what are some of the best shows? Yeah. Bachelor Australia. Good. Bachelorette yep. Australia. Even Great better, show. I yep. think. Bachelor mm. US? Bachelor US. Pretty good. Really good. Did you Bachelor- like Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, haven't seen it yet because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, no, last year's one. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty good. Great iteration. Quite, I a, quite a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Me too. Um, are there any other good shows? Bachelor Japan's just started. I haven't seen that, but keen I've, to check it yeah, out. I've heard good things. Haven't found a link yet. Mm. Um, obviously, I've been going back because sometimes you like the, you know in this binge watching era, I've been yes. going back on Bachelor UK. Oh, Bachelor. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because uh, that stuff, you know, we can't let that fall by the wayside. Mm. So yeah, what an incredible year of television! It's been an amazing year, and it's truly cool. we're in peak TV. Yeah, we really are. Uh, Twin. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. And it's cool to keep the ball rolling mm-hmm. with this season of The Bachelor New Zealand. Certainly. Well, I mean, yeah, we're 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 uh, we're bouncing around the rim. Is that? Oh God! It's yeah, <laughs> right. There's no. That's the metaphor I was trying to get to, and I didn't get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> How long do you think we can keep not talking about who won? <laughs> All right. At, at this point, I think it's safe to say if you are if you are listening, you are you already know who won, right? Maybe. Hopefully. I guess so. Yeah. Well, listen. If you better turn it off. If not, if you don't know who won yet, guess what? You did better than me and Max did because yeah. we got spoiled big time, real early. So uh, as we record, it's nine thirty on a Tuesday night. It's not a very good thing to timestamp the episode like this, but but the the finale aired two nights ago now. Yes, Sunday night. Sunday night. We've only just watched it. Yes, we only just watched it. We came straight from watching it. Uh, It aired at 7 p.m. I was spoiled before it even hit 8 p.m. I think the episode was still in the air when I found out who won. Yeah, I was definitely spoiled by about 8.30 as well. You sent me a message that was like... Oh, fuck, I've just been spoiled. I sent you a message probably 6 p.m. being like, hey, watch out for spoilers. And yeah. then a message about 8 p.m., hey, I just got spoiled. Yeah, yeah. And I felt exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's what comes from being as invested as we are in this type of show. And I assume everyone likes the Bachelor New Zealand rumors page uh, on Facebook. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the funny thing about being as tuned into Bachelor as you and I are mm. is... With all the social media algorithms and that kind of thing that are getting calculated around us. Yeah, yeah. That stuff just rises straight to the top. Cream rises to the top. Mm. And, you know, the other thing is that if you are struggling with uh, your algorithms, there are, like, lots of organizations that you can get support from. Um, <laughs> I was uh, in an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viani One. It's funny because the reason I'm not pronouncing Viani things one. right is because of beer. Uh, Viani One. Viani <laughs> one, Viani one, and uh, and I uh, hate to say it. Well, I do enjoy to say I told you so. Yeah, you did. We were right. Yep, forever as always. Because mm. we're very boys. smart, and clever, smart boys. That's so, what happened. So give us five stars, and yeah, thank you thing. for tuning into the podcast. We'll see you next. We'll time. see you next season. season. No, there's plenty to get into. Okay, so um, Lily for one lost. thing, Viani won, and that means Lily lost. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? It's a shame. Were you dude. happy with the overall outcome? Well, okay, so it's something that we had predicted for a long time. Yes. We pretty much felt like it was going to happen Yep, since day one. I and feel like ma- I was more on the things, Claudia train than yeah. you. Well, a lot of different plot elements kind of jumbled that up along the way Yeah, um, to varying levels of success. I think Claudia's story may have been one of the more compelling ones. Yeah. Obviously, she was number three. Um, but, you know, it, it stands to reason that this relationship that we identified very early on eventually culminated in the most realistic seeming relationship on the show. Certainly. To me, 
it seems like they're in a pretty healthy place. Yep. Even if it is slightly less compelling television, I think the fact that they're both they both have lowish expectations and yeah. uh, approaching this in a very uh, realistic sort of way um, speaks to the potential of this relationship. Yeah, that's what Vianney, That's the word that Vianney used on the episode was realistic. Yeah. And I think that that is exactly what makes sense here. It seemed like it was likely for mm. a long time that these two people would be compatible and mm. end up together. And that's exactly what happened. And as much as we were made to fall in love with Lily, yeah. um, and as much as it has caused the nation of New Zealand vast upset yes. that she has uh, been turned down by Zach, look, I think that Viani was the not only the safe choice, but the comfortable and natural choice mm. to be the winner. And I think beyond that, it also speaks to something about the nature of this season of the show. And, yeah. and possibly from what we can ascertain about The Bachelor New Zealand as a whole. Yes. Which is, it's it's a show that is fairly safe, I think it's fair to say. Sure. Generally speaking, it is not all that surprising, but what it does do very well is take fe- take people's feelings into consideration and treat things with humanity and dignity and respect, uh, and the decisions that are made on the show and, and eventually culminating in this final decision may not be the most shocking or scandalous that you're likely to see in this format of television. Yeah. You might be better off looking to the US version for something like that. But in terms of something that realistically seems viable and is pleasant and soothing and, you know, like quite human, I think, yes. to watch uh, and to watch it play out... Uh, Bachelor New Zealand has really done a great job. It felt very, very wholesome. Yes. It reminded me of the Sam Wood season of the Australian Bachelor. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, where especially because uh, Australian Bachelor at that time was coming off the back of Blake Garvey, who was an unmitigated disaster as as a Bachelor in in the media. Mm, mm. And then... The Sam Wood season, I think, was almost damage control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he, was great. He was excellent casting. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Um, And in The Bachelor New Zealand, let's not forget that The Bachelor last year whose name I don't know. Mm. He broke up with the girl and then That's dated right. the other girl. And there was like, there's a whole sort of scandal, scandal there. Yeah. I think that they made a great decision in casting Zach, who was someone who was very measured mm. uh, in his responses to almost everything. Uh, I really find it difficult to find... I mean, we found a nitpicked flaws with, with Zach and with what was happening throughout sure. the competition. Within the framework of the competition, I think that's fine to do. Well, there are always certain circumstances that you feel like maybe could be handled better, Absolutely. especially when judging from a distance yeah, instead of being yeah. in that situation. And like, I certainly have bugbears about things that happen in this episode in particular, the finale, but overall, I think Zach did a very, very good job of being the Bachelor and being a really considerate uh, Bachelor, and mm. it contributed to what I think was a really wholesome season, mm. as like as much as it can be with the scandal of the host dating a contestant. <laughs> True. Yes. Uh, and let's not forget about that because it is still probably the best thing that happened it is, all oh, season. Undoubtedly, the best thing that happened all season. Yes. But yeah, we we agree. You know, th- this was um, a very comforting show that I felt okay about people overseeing me watch. Yep. <laughs> you know, sure. Like sure. sometimes if someone walks in on me watching Bachelor US, I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing. Well, like Bachelor in Paradise, particularly, kind of hard to explain. Yeah, really. To to like, know what's going on? Yeah, this goes for three hours, yeah. and I'm. They really have to invested. fuck to survive, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they're not going to be wearing any more clothes than this. No, this is you the know. most it gets. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. they chat to the the man who makes them cocktails at one yes. in the afternoon. Sometimes yeah. they chat to a producer, but they delete the producer's side of the conversation to replace it with some kind of local wildlife. <laughs> Make it look like they're just talking to a parrot. <laughs> it's a good show. Anyway, it's really good. Bachelor yeah. New Zealand um, 
this I'm I'm really glad this experiment paid off. Yep, I believe um, in the couple is the other thing. Yes, yeah, I agree. I think that there's real potential for them to be in love. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and maybe we're starting off from a fairly early point in a relationship. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's funny to watch Zach give her a ring. Because at this point, we're like, well, we're just going to start dating. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's not, it's not like this is a marriage proposal. No. But anyway, Max, I reckon we'd be better served just getting right into the Let's synopsis of this episode, which is, of course, the finale, Bachelor New Zealand, Season 3, Episode 18, Finale Edition. Mm-hmm. So, we start off, the screen is letterboxed, and Zach, in soft focus, reflects on his journey. It's very cinematic at this point. It's very filmic. The note that I wrote was... Ooh. <laughs> How do you spell that? Double, wait, six O's and then an <laughs> F-T yeah, good. at the end. Um, so, you know, yeah, from 22 incredible women to just two yep. uh, that he now has extremely strong feelings for. We flash back to some of the highlights of Zach's relationships with both Lily and Viani, and Zach summarizes the two in voiceover. Um, we're still in the Hawks Bay, uh, and Zach has invited some family to meet both of the women and to help with his final decision. So, Zach reveals to his mum, Debbie, his dad, Wayne, his sister, Brianna, his brother, Jed, his wife, Erin, and his niece, Bailey. Well done. Yeah. I, well done. We, we had to rewind the episode like three <laughs> times. Uh, that they'll be meeting Lily today. Um, so, Lily's up first. Mm. Um, while his mum is concerned about Lily's age, Zach can't wipe the smile off his face when he's talking about her... And uh, seems like mum really likes the fact that Lily's half Australian as well. Yeah, mum's really into Lily. I want to just touch on a couple of things that happened in this scene. Okay. So, firstly, the thing that he says about Biani when he's summarizing her is really telling. Right. Uh, he says that she was someone who he kind of had an inkling from the start that she would be there at the end. Yeah, So, it, that, I, th- I found that really interesting. It made me feel very secure in Viani as the final choice. Um, as someone who has been there and been a choice for him all along. Definitely. Um, whereas he talked about Lily, his relationship growing in a different way. He keeps talking about it as a slow burner. Yes. Something that he didn't really realize it was even really happening until it all crept up on him. That yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. And as awesome as, as Lily is, it felt like, for me, like that's one of those things that they used, a narrative device to characterize Viani as someone who was going to be the choice. The mm. other thing is, like, it felt to me as he is introducing Lily to the family mm. and Viani for that matter. It's like when you get a new dog or something, right. you know what I mean? And you bring it in and you're like, this is Mojo, you know? And the whole family's like, Oh, come here. And oh, I'm gonna hello. Hi, Do a thing. You know? yeah. yeah. Um, it, it felt very, uh, very sweet. And like he, Zach especially was very excited with both of the women. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's, that's worth highlighting that yeah. you can really see him lining up when he like gets to introduce these people that he's been getting to know quite well Yeah, uh, to the to his family. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, Zach values the opinion of his brutally honest sister very highly. Uh, she's got a wicked smile on her face and is clearly looking forward to asking some curly questions for Lily. There's always somebody, I think, in these group family I type. they things. have to highlight someone on the whole... Do you find that you, we got that semblance of sternness from his sister? Uh, a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, there you was like tell one conversation, trying. but yeah, she really wasn't as menacing as made she out She listens up, yeah. So Lily strolls up the driveway and meets Zach, saying she's not normally a nervous person, um, but she wants to present herself entirely as herself, uh, and she also wants to make sure she doesn't swear. 
which is fun. Yeah. Um, she sits down with the family at this brunchy type table. There's like bits of croissants. Well, there's probably whole croissants. <laughs> oh, they maybe maybe they chopped it up into a few. Well, you know, croissants oh, are very flaky. I feel like I'd like an almond croissant for breakfast tomorrow. Makes I'm hungry. <laughs> Uh, Zach's mum, Debbie, immediately starts tearing up when yeah. Lily enters, which is really sweet. Um, it's really sweet. It's, it's clearly all like pretty emotional for her. Yeah. I imagine Zach has been like building this up. Yeah. That's in my head, Ken, and that's my like backstory of it or whatever. But I imagine him being like, hey, this is actually like a really big deal. I'm going to be on Batchy. And like, you know, this is all built to this moment where Certainly. she gets to meet these two women. It's a huge thing for her. And not to be discounted, I think that the parents maybe have seen the first couple of episodes of the show. Yeah, now that's interesting because normally uh, it's all shot before any of it airs. Yes. Um, but you were explaining this theory that maybe they've seen a couple of episodes based on some of their dialogue. Yeah, so like uh, Zach says, I like initially I highlighted how weird it was that they were like, what are we doing today, Zach? And he's like, well, you're going to be meeting Lily. Yeah. And... They were like, cool. And they all sort of knew what that meant. I guess, yeah. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, that seems like a weird way to explain to your parents this person that you've never met before. Yeah. Um, and to just kind of stop there. And the yeah. conversation did stop. There was a real beat yeah. uh, that was given. And then the other thing that kind of tipped my hand that, like, this is maybe what has happened is that when Lily came in, she talked about what she had said in the first episode, which mm. is where she said, hi, I'm 17. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I'm actually 20. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought maybe it's possible that uh, the parents have, and the, or the family have seen the first couple of episodes, mm. so they have some level already of familiarity. Yeah, I yeah. think that they may also, because it's a longer season, have been on a tighter shooting schedule. You could be would, right. Yeah, yeah, which would justify an 18-episode arc needing to be shot probably over the summer. Yeah. Um, and this is longer even, I think, than U.S. Bachelor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, U.S. Bachelor usually only goes to 14. Mm. Yeah. So I, my theory is that the parents have seen the show, mm. and so they have some idea, and the sister touches on this later, of like, oh, Vianney was the family favorite. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I, I think that they have some idea of who these women are before yeah. they entered because very, of the way that they're presented on the show. It's very subtle, yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's based on some of the, like, things you could easily classify as, like, verbal tics or, like, half-thought expressions or yeah. mumbles or whatever, which Zach is already kind of prone to doing from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Particularly mumbling, I guess. He's, I mean, mumbling or or being quiet in particular. The sound editors had a hard time in this episode. Yes. There's yeah. a couple of spots I'll touch on. Yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get back to that. Uh, Debbie, Zach's mom, steals Lily away. She thanks Lily for coming. Debbie says, win the mother and you'll win the son. Do you think that's true? I guess. Because my mom... Okay, um, let's apply it here. Yeah, so I was I was in this poker game, and I was real <laughs> down on my luck, Yeah, and I was real behind, and I really needed to throw down one big last bet yeah. so that I could hopefully win back everything that I'd lost, so I bet my mom. Oh. And unfortunately, these bad guys, these grifters, they won my mom. You got shocked by grifters? Yeah. Dude, Fuck. yeah. Me, of all people. Like, I know. One of the smartest guys and funniest and cutest. And very good at poker. Not a lot of people know that and talk about it. It's weird that this story hasn't come up before. Like I'd It is like, kind of weird, actually. Say, how's your mum going? You know, I ask you that all the time. True. That's how we start how's, most episodes. Yeah, yeah. How's things with your mum? Yeah. What's your mum got to say about things? What's you yeah. Haven't got a clue. Haven't She's got a clue. She's been smuggled away to another. And the crazy part is, mm. win the mother, you win the son. 
freaking own me, dude. I can't believe that. They make me say all sorts of crazy shit on the podcast. Like what? Like, um, I think Vianney's going to win. I didn't think Vianney was going to win. Woof, woof, woof. Sorry, that voice is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Debbie asks, do you feel like you're the right match for him? And if so, how? Uh, and then Lily says, uh, Zach's not exactly like her, but they balance each other out. Look at Debbie trying to be on TV here, you know? Oh, um, yeah. It's yeah. really like she's been fed this line that she's trying to say. I, I almost feel like somebody has been like, hey, Debbie, guess what? Yeah. You got a, a big line. You, you got, got a, a big, big line, cool line coming up. And, and you just say exactly this as it says on this piece of paper. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Debbie's good. Debbie's, Debbie's going yeah. for it. Debbie's I want to sing like, the praises of Debbie. The emotional uh, and like clear characterization that you see from Debbie yeah. is all her. Totally. The and conversation the, feels jilted. Yeah. Because There's a little bit yeah. of dad stuff, but generally speaking, like Debbie is leading the charge. Definitely. Um, oh, and a little bit of sister stuff too, I guess. But like... Yeah, you get a lot of different sides, I guess, from uh-huh, the mom, uh-huh. who is like at once very interested in Zach's like safety and well-being and happiness, but then also like cares about the women. Yeah, like yeah. all this stuff is coming out. I really like it. Good mom. Um, good mom. Great job, Zach. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> you picked a good one. Debbie says Zach needs a strong woman and reiterates that Lily is only 20, asking whether she wants to have children. And Lily says she does, although she's never put an age on it. Uh... Debbie in a confessional says five years could be a grandchild with a wink to the camera. And the wink was like, it was accented with one of those little bling. They did a little ping. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not into it. Like, okay. Yeah. Maybe like if you're a mom and you're like shopping your little boy off to, to like, that's what she's essentially doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially the self-serving side of her is like, what's the next exciting event in my life? Yeah. It's so boring to me. This like very very traditional idea that like uh, whoever your son marries has to give you children. Like uh, right? yeah, there's so many like stepmoms and stuff on sitcoms and that kind of thing that like that fucking hammer this point home and that yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so dull at this point. It's very played out. It's and and again, it's like just doesn't reflect what families are actually like and how these decisions get made. Lily's twenty years old. Yeah, it's not something that's going to come up for a while. And if it is, it's something that they're going to discuss. And yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like she can, she can pump the brakes. I think five years was it probably even a little unrealistic. Who knows? Yeah, but like I think that it is nice for her. That's something that she wants. You know, like I mean, I guess yeah. yeah. And like I'm I'm okay with her asking that question because it's clear that she's already pretty glucky about it. Mm. Her son's twenty eight. Um, in her yeah. day, she was probably married. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. It's true. I f- that does feel like a big generational divide, and that's you know, I'm yeah, a, I'm a young, tiny little teen. You're a tiny little teen. I don't boy. know what the world was like before I was born. <laughs> I don't even know the what other, the world's like now. The other thing that they talk about here uh, is first impressions, because Lily is uh, Australian, mm-hmm. as uh, Deb is. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. they both seem to admire that about each other. Yeah, yeah. They talk about like which rugby team would Lily go for if they were. Playing against each other, yeah, and she kind of splits the difference. I think I think it was quite a, quite a uh, graceful way to handle it. It's where a she smart says, answer. I have to say the Wallabies because of my heritage. I'm she's half Australian, yeah, and also yeah, I'm on camera. But that said, I do feel like the All Blacks are a better team. <laughs> it's just like, okay, <laughs> all right. Let's Listen, we got it. You don't, uh, you don't care about rugby. <laughs> who's eating it too? Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, I want to talk about our first impressions. Oh, okay. Uh, the first oh, who, the family? Yeah, yeah. Or no, of you. Lily? Oh, you and me. The first time that I met you. Yeah. Dude, this is great. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, we have told this story, though. Uh, on this podcast? Yes. All right. Have we? We have. Okay, great. I was playing a gig. You went to shake my hand or something after the show. It's or no, true. no, no. You went to like be Facebook friends, something with a we phone. Were, okay, so we were both being, yeah, yeah. We were both being at a gig. And both of us played. Both of us enjoyed each other's sets. Yeah. And I went to shake hands and you were like, I've got cream egg all over my hand. I, it was Easter time, I believe. And, well, maybe it even wasn't. Who knows? I mean, it was the cream egg was in season. <laughs> and uh, people everywhere were bopping to the tune of what? <laughs> what year was it? 2012? 2013. 2013. Yeah, yeah. So what was it? Like uh, mm, mm. happy? Yeah, pr- yeah. I reckon Happy was around like around that time, Something but it like didn't that. get popular until the end of the year. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was it was a demo. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, it should be noted that Zach is contributing nothing by way of confessional here. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. We, we I guess we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, he's put in this very tough spot, and and anyone who is in this position, bachelor, bachelorette, whatever, is in the same sort of situation where they're just not allowed to say anything yeah yeah and it kind of feels to me like he's just given up like he's just been like ah fuck it i can't say anything yeah he's like so i'm not gonna say anything yeah and he knows it's not gonna have to last that much longer yeah so he's just gonna sort of squirm for an episode yeah essentially he discusses later with viani like he feels like he's in a tough position and his heart's ready for all of this to stop Mm. and what it results in you know is unfortunately pretty bad tv where he repeats this one line where he says I'm really interested to see what my family thinks of mm. blank. And we hear that from him in confessional like four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when we heard Belle talk about uh, fucking her cats or you know, whatever, yes. whatever yeah. the or thing Claudia was. Or oh, being yeah, yeah. mad about not getting on a single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or anyone saying boats in any yes. context. <laughs> what I was referring to specifically was that episode where Belle was like, and he hasn't ever taken me away on a date. Yeah. I, I, he has never taken me away to cocktail party. Yeah. I just, I've never been taken away to cocktail yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We heard it over and over and it's, over. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I will say, though, actually, that scene that you mentioned with Viani that we'll talk about a bit later. Yeah. One of my highlights of the episode. Great. Yes. Um, anyway, Zach chats with his older brother, Jed, who has settled down and started a family, unlike Zach. No, uh, no, Jed's the younger brother. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I've, I misread that. Okay. So, what Zach says is, this is the first time where I've sat with you and felt like you're the older brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that must yeah. have been what I heard. So Jed's four years younger, mm. uh, but has a family with a kid and another on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Zach says that he's almost like the odd brother out because um, everyone else has got families and stuff and he's only just beginning to. Yeah. Or whatever. It's interesting. Like the odd brother out is also coming to NBC this fall uh, starring Matthew Perry. <laughs> that just got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Making jokes about it. Premier. Um, yeah. Uh, his brother says these things take time uh, and then he's going to get there eventually. It's actually quite a sweet. It's a nice brothery scene. moment. And and I think it's only worth highlighting when we contrast it with other moments of brothers. Yeah. I think that we, that we see on the show because there's not a lot of brother. Obviously, it's a dating show There's not a lot of like Familial relationships or whatever But like Almost every time a brother Is even mentioned Or appears yeah, on this yeah. show He's a protective it's, asshole It's a protective Like hyper masculine Sort of jerk Who's there to push people around Yeah And uh, Maybe coming from The right place you Look know, at what we saw from, uh, from C-Town's brother Last week C-Town Claudia Claudia Okay, I understand. I love that podcast, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, Claudia's brother, definitely. Super pushy, super aggressive, gave you re- weird bad vibes. Correct. Made you cry while we were watching the TV yeah, show. Yeah, I can't is... believe I cried. And you know yeah. what's weird is we were crying this week, even though he's not on the show. Like, Claudia's not even on the show. <laughs> I miss him. Mm. Oh, that's so, yeah. that's so sad. It's one of those uh, Stockholm Syndrome I got gotcha, you, yeah. yeah. 
Um, Zach's sister, Brianna, the one that we thought would be pretty troublesome, yes, uh, grabs Lily and immediately starts talking about how she's very protective. It's funny. It's almost like a gender flip sort of thing. Yeah. Um, she's very protective. Uh, she doesn't want Zach's heart to end up getting broken. But Lily is able to find some common ground with Brianna. Um, she says that she's talking about her previous relationships and what ended them. Yeah. A lot of it was uh, her being in a different country, her having to travel, that sort of thing. And they actually find that they have that in common. Yeah. Because um, Brianna's done a lot of traveling and been living overseas the last several years. And they also agree on that point of where Lily's like, if this were my older brother, I would be behaving in the same way. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It, I think she says like, if my older brother met some 20 year old on TV and then brought her home, like it's very knowing. Yes. You know? It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a wink to the camera. Lily's really good at doing that She's in a way that doesn't great. break the illusion or anything like that. Yeah. But and I think that's what, you know, generally contributes to this thing where people just love Lily. I was mm. watching her, uh, live video today with Dominic on Facebook where they did a Facebook live stream. Like a little Q&A thing. Yeah, like a little live Q&A, AMA kind of style. Mm-hmm. And the audience, like, uh, the questions were barely there, you know? It was sort of just like, love you, he should have picked you, love you, Lily, yeah. love yeah. you so much. I, mm. Yeah, it was one of those things where, That's like, you look at way... all of that and it's like, yeah, that they just, like... It's almost similar to the way that people band around a potential future bachelorette. Yes. Which is a, a thought that is, I would say is worth entertaining, despite the fact that The Bachelor New Zealand does not currently have a bachelorette spin-off. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Uh, there is no bachelorette in New Zealand, but this would be a, a pretty great and at least pretty interesting place to begin. Lily would be a super strong one. Yeah. I feel like that she would not be interested in it. Yeah, and, and I guess the big hurdle is, like, she's 20 years old, yep. which means casting-wise... Well, it doesn't necessarily mean casting-wise it has to be all 20-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, but you're casting a lot of younger dudes, and but that's for, hard for, to do. But for people to be appropriate yeah. to Lily's age, just in terms of, like, a year number level, yeah. uh, you're going to get a lot of, like, piss kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, not everyone looks the way that Zach looks at 15. Sure. If you remember the postcard that he showed <laughs> yeah, Bionni earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Brianna also asked about any off-camera habits that might surprise Zach. Uh, she says she hasn't really held back around him, mm. although she does have a tendency to lick knives. Scary. Sounds too sharp for me. Um, still, with Zach's niece Bailey on her lap, uh, she makes a pretty great impression. Um, she's already anticipated a lot of the issues that Zach's family ends up raising. Um, so she knows how to answer a lot of these curly questions. Yeah. And for the rest of it, she's just her normal, comfortable, you know, uh, happy-go-lucky sort of self. Overall, very positive. Mm. Came across as wise beyond her 20 years. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I think everyone was impressed by her maturity yep. in the same way that Zach was. That's just something we can say about Lily pretty much as fact at this point. Yeah, yeah, she kicked ass. Yes. Um, now we got to go see how Viani does. Um, firstly, she's wearing a pretty great floral jumpsuit. Yes. Um, which both of us took notice of. Um, so, so points there. I think I called it a polka dot romper. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You said like party suit or something? Yeah, play suit. Play- yeah, that yeah, was- yeah. Georgie was like, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh, she seems more nervous than Lily was, but Zach reassures her that they'll see how amazing she is. She's got nothing to worry about. Um, so Viani greets the family at that same little brunchy table. Yeah. Um, there's substantially less food there this time, I noticed. <laughs> we we thought for a second that maybe it was the same day. Yeah. Um, but they're wearing different clothes and stuff. But yeah, the spread is smaller this time around. There are fewer uh, croissant crumbs or whatever. Ate too much yesterday. <laughs> Just like maybe they used up all the budget <laughs> or whatever. These guys ate through the entire arts and... I mean, not arts and crafts. Crafts and... 
Recreation services. What are you? Hang on. They ate through. They the ate through entire. the entire crafts and services budget. <laughs> I'm <God>. hungry. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. Um, and Debbie again starts tearing up when Viani sits down. Um, it's another sweet little moment of vulnerability. We talked about it before, but almost immediately she asks, "Do you see children in your future?" Oh, it's so like she's been <laughs> stewing on this so much after yeah, it's really yesterday. Weird. It's like she really liked asking the question the first time around. So this time she's like, "I'm going to get it out of the gate straight off the bat." Yeah, and Zach does a good thing here. Um, it's the one confessional here where he really talks. I think about. His mum. Oh, yeah? Where, like, he's talking about his mum has this beautiful way of asking complicated questions. That's right. In a way that feels natural. Mm. And it really goes to show, like, the contrast between him talking about the situation that he's in, yes. which he just can't talk about, and, like like we were saying before, and actually get, giving him the option to editorialize a little bit mm. on his mum. That's the thing, yeah, because yeah, there's so much he's not cool. allowed to talk about. Yeah. But you can tell the reason he became The Bachelor, he was chosen to be The Bachelor, is because he is good at describing people in this yeah. way. Yeah. You know, he's, he's able to ascertain what people's thoughts are and express his feelings on them and that kind of thing very naturally. So let's talk about Viani's responses to a bunch of these questions. Because at the table, when Zach's mom is like, do you see kids? She's like, well, not right now. Mm. I think she said, like, I, uh, at, when I grew up, I had younger siblings. Yeah. I, I had siblings and I really valued that. Um, but she doesn't see herself giving birth for any number of years. You know, she's, she's 22. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's not that much difference between her and Lily. And Lily at all, yeah. yeah. No pressure. Yeah. Um, and then at this point, Debbie pulls Viani away, I think. Yes. Uh, and she asks the first question, uh, knowing Zach would come on the show, did you think that he would end up with somebody that he was really happy with? And I really like that question. Yeah. Because it's not specifically about Viani. It's not specifically about Viani's place on the show, but it it's the kind of question which will invite an answer that tells her something about the family yes. and about their approach to this weird reality TV thing, which you would hope if you're coming out of this show, this would just be a small part of your relationship. And you know? it also very much like it's a smart question because it informs how she is perceived by the family as well. Like yeah. if, she, if the mum then says, oh, no, we didn't think he would find anyone good, you know, or like, yeah. not that I think she would say that, but... No. It, it's one of those things that really like gives Viani a chance to clue into what's happening and what the perception of her is. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the family say, or the mum says, uh, you know, they were always pretty confident. Yeah. You know, they always felt like something would well, something would pan out for their boy. Whatever. Yeah. I forget the line. Um, Debbie then asks, are you the one for Zach? Which she asks both of them, but, you know, uh, it's a fair question. Yes. Um, and it's interesting to see how Viani answers. She says... Um, she really speaks from the heart, you know. Yep. She says, um, after this, it could grow so much more. Um, and, you know, she mentions in voiceover, um, she doesn't know if Zach feels the same way, but it feels really good to get this off her chest. Feels really good to her. She says something like, I feel like we could make each other really happy. Totally. Yeah. Which it's a is great like answer. 100% sincere. She's speaking honestly and authentically, and I think she should be really credited for that. Yeah. Uh, Zach's dad offers Zach some advice, um, pulling on his own relationship experience with yep. Debbie. Um, it was only after about like two weeks, apparently, that the two of them knew that they would be married someday. Yeah. Uh, and so he thinks that's what Zach's hoping for as well. And we'll touch on that a little bit more later, later as well. Yes. Um, I also wanted to just ask here, did you hear the bit where Zach asked his dad why he didn't write back to my email? No. 
No, I didn't catch in the that preseason. Part. I do remember this. Yeah. So, listeners, if you if you didn't catch our what was it called introduction? Yeah, Bachelor New Zealand introduction, something like that. Episode I'm sure. episode zero. We did a little bit of research. We got in on the ground floor before any of you guys were even thinking about Lily and Biani. We found Papa's email address. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Max <laughs> sent him an email. <laughs> I think it's on our Instagram page or something. It perhaps know. might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy OH um, Pod is where you can find it. Yeah, guys. And surprisingly, no right back. No mention at all. So weird. Shocker. So rude from very, Wayne. Very strange. We could talk to him maybe now. Well, I feel like the statute of limita- limitations on these things is actually pretty long. Yeah. But they're probably not allowed to talk about it for like a year. All right. So this time next year, we're yes. going to get together. We'll call Wayne <laughs> At the stroke Skype. of 10.04 p.m. <laughs> um, okay. So Brianna grabs Viani. Brianna, Viani. Brianna. Oh, it's Biryani. It? Yeah. Uh, to give her the hard questions. This is the tough sister, if we remember. Um, could you see yourself falling in love with him? Ooh, she Uh-oh. says, I definitely have strong feelings for him. But in this time frame, realistically, it's quite hard to fall in love. So I would say I'm not in love with him right now. So, you know, Viani's hoping that by being honest, she can appeal to the skeptical sister. Um, and it does feel like this is pretty much how she feels. Uh, yeah, it feels really genuine on Viani's part. People have different, different yeah. definitions of what love is and means, and when they want to use that phrase, I think it should be up to them. Yes. Zach and Brianna now have a time to talk, uh, to sort of debrief on how both of the women fared and what their responses were and that sort of thing. Um, Brianna says, Viani seems like a bit too perfect and that Lily might challenge him more. Um, she implies that Zach might be trying to replicate their parents' love at first sight story. Um, since he liked Viani so much from the moment he met her, which is something that we've observed and talked about numerous times, maybe he's got some sort of confirmation bias here. Like he's trying to replicate the same thing, trying to make history repeat or that kind of thing. Or maybe it's just like he is more inclined to believe in quote unquote love at first sight because he's seen it happen in his own family. But it's really interesting here. It's it's cool to see him being called on this. Yeah. Because we don't know for sure if that's what's going on. It's a funny scene. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's funny for a number of reasons. It's funny in the ha-ha way because uh, Zach's eyes, when he's like staring into the sun and chatting to his sister, are mm. like half closed and he's... half open as he's like, yeah, I do believe in love at first sight. And like his face is so fucked and it looks like he doesn't believe in, t- believe in it at all. It does make him squirm. We talked about yeah, him yeah. squirming. He's he really a squirmy squirms. guy on yeah, this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that in VO, we hear the sister talk about how uh, Zach doesn't need a yes woman and mm. how that directly follows what she was saying about how Lily might challenge him more yeah. and might be the person. But to be honest with you, Viani didn't answer yes to any of those questions, right? Like, do you yeah. want kids now? The obvious answer to say to the mom is, yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. You know, do you it's love funny. Zach? Yeah, definitely. It's funny, isn't it, that they try and cut typecast, like, well, they don't even, it's not even that they're trying a new typecasting. It's more like yeah. they try and fit their interpretations of Lily and Viani in with those that have been part of the narrative already. Yes. Which is to say, Lily is more impulsive and reckless, and Viani is more safe, possibly too much, question mark. You know? That's that's essentially what it boils down to. Yeah. But you see them trying to reflect that back on the statements that we see in this episode, and it doesn't actually line up all that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not super accurate. Mm. Now that the dates are over, Zach tries to get a final read on his family's reaction to both women. And Debbie, Zach's mom, says, I felt more of an actual attraction with... And then we cut away. And we never find out. And we never find out. Well, it's true. We don't know. No. We don't know. I don't know. What do you reckon? 
I think it's a useless piece of editing is yeah, what I reckon. Totally. Yeah, it's kind of just a waste of time. Yeah, who cares? Don't give me a cliffhanger like that. No. Um, Speaking of cliffhangers, though. What, do you have to pee? No, I don't have to pee. Oh. We uh, head to the next day where they go to a cliff, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Do I have to pee? <laughs> what a cliffhanger for the... Will Max pee? <laughs> Stay tuned to the episode of The Magical uh, Arts You know why I said that? Because I really have to pee. <laughs> do you actually? Yeah, I do. All right, you want to go? <laughs> yes. Get out of here. Okay. Okay, so at this point, we have our final dates. Uh, not at the same time. <laughs> we have one date with Viani and then one date with Lily. So funny that it's like, not at the same time. <laughs> of course not. No, when the show is literally based on that for like oh, yeah. more than three quarters of the season. That's true, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is the last date between Zach and Viani. They start, as all good dates do, uh, with a, a make-out session in the front seat of an orange Suzuki four-wheel drive. Suzuki dash cam mm-hmm. on the kiss. Um, they drive away, eventually arriving at the top of a mountain, uh, and the camera pulls out and makes them look like tiny ants on this giant hill. Yeah. Um, Some film dude has had the best time with this date. It's a really good job. Well, yeah. So this is kind of what I wanted to talk about. There's more of this that we, that we, uh, spoke about recently on, on our last episode, Mm. this sort of illusion of privacy where we see the couple off on their own with the camera barely even bothering them. You know, maybe it's miles overhead or maybe it's off in the distance. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of a recent viewing of Steven Spielberg's The BFG. Oh, hello. Which is not a movie that I really recommend. Okay. Um, good book. Steve's good. I loved the BFG when I was a Lots kid. Lots of good people in it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Not that good. Okay. Uh, part of the problem is this like scaling thing because, oh, you know, you've yeah. got the land it's of the huge. giants and yeah. you've got the little tiny British schoolgirl. Yeah. And then you've got the BFG. He's actually a smaller giant because there's all these big giants who pick on him and that oh. sort of thing. But the confusing part is the CGI. I'm going into too much detail, but essentially like you, the sense of scale is all off and it feels weird. Okay. Whereas here, <laughs> contrasting that with Steven Spielberg, one of cinema's finest auteurs, uh, I, I really think it worked out better here than in yeah. Steven Spielberg's most, express, ex, most expensive production to date. Look, there's some film guy who has just had the best time. Uh-huh. I really feel that way. He's, like, like, he's <gasps> been like, I'm going to get my fucking drone out. <laughs> And I'm going to sit in a helicopter. Oh, I thought you were saying a film guy, as in like some listener of our podcast who is a big film nut (laughs) has just gone, finally, someone's talking about Steven Spielberg's most recent movie that no one saw. (laughs) It's a good movie. No, it's not. It's bad. Uh, We've talked about the film guys. Let's talk about the sound guys who've had a hard time on this episode because now it's the first time that we encounter it. Absolutely. Zach's talking so quietly on this mountain and it's clearly very windy. And they have bumped the gain right up. And yeah. the audio quality of this is just like, it's audible. Max, do you and subtitled. I want to try and simulate this right now? Because yeah, I've got gain dials on here. Do you want to be Zach and I'll be the wind? Yeah, of course. Of all right, course. Okay, okay. All right. Let's, let's just give this a go. Okay. I had a really good time with, with you, Vianney. The thing that I like about being with you, Vianney, is that... I ran out of air. <laughs> and then I started... Wind doesn't make sounds like that. <laughs> Uh, Zach talks about being aware of the weight that his words carry on this mountain with Viani, and I think that's really smart. Totally, yeah. So, so yes, the BFG is bad, yes. um, but this moment I think is fairly good. Yeah. Even though you can tell Zach is like really, really biting his tongue, he's stinging to say something serious to us. Yes, um, it's good to see them reacting to like reacting uh, organically to this very strange situation. Yeah, I think it makes sense the way that they react, and it's cool to see. 
I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm coming from this place where I'm very used to like cutting a lot of reaction shots in the yes. American show yeah. and just getting on with it and that kind of thing. It's a huge contrast to what happens in the uh, usual Viani date sphere where sure. they go and hang out and do stuff. Here they're like standing and hugging on a mountain. Yeah, they know they have this time. There's nothing for them to really fill it with. Yeah. So they just kind of have to sit in this awkwardness for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, they drive back together and Viani says she wants Zach to wind up with the right woman, one that'll make him happy, etc. But she also hopes that it's her. Yeah. Uh, and Zach replies, it'll be all right, sweetheart, which uh, she notices uh, him calling her sweetheart and she mm. really enjoys it. Um, and then from, from then on, we hear a bit more of this like uh, name calling. Viani <laughs> um, in, in like the next scene, I think, calls Zach love. Yeah, I think so. Nice? Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Hmm. Um, it's it's cool to see that uh, replicated uh, and reciprocated as well. Totally, yeah. yeah. And it's really nice to to see that Viani's paying attention to Zach's tennis score. Couple, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, couple other notes that I made here. Viani's brow game is really strong. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I mean that's a note since night one. And I, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, I know we usually make an attempt not to talk about the the physical appearances of these women. Mm. Um, in a in a judgmental sense, but Viani's brow game is on point. We here. should make an exception for brows. I yeah, think. I agree. Well, no, I don't want to be critical about brows, but when brows are worth mentioning, they're worth mentioning. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that I made note of the music here as uh, the scene on the mountain resolves. Yes, and it is a beautiful, perfect cadence. Mm. And that will be relevant later. <laughs> music theorists. Yeah. Uh, they sit together on a couch next to a fire with some red wine. Uh, a bachelor setup as prevalent as the boat date, I as think. Bachelor as the day is long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, like uh, one which much more closely mimics a real relationship than like any of these adventurous dates or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, they're constantly being put in these situations. Uh, it's another one of these nice like real world moments um, that distract from the fact that they've only really been on three dates before, which Viani points out. This is their fourth date. She says, "I like you a lot, a lot," which I think we've heard before. Yeah. Uh, it's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme now. Uh, and he says he does too. Um, and there's some more flashback reminiscing on how lucky they both are to have met one another. Zach says he's ready for this roller coaster to end, and the two of them kiss again. Uh, and they stroll out to a black Suzuki where Viani thanks Zach for their date. At this point, I noticed that they were driving an orange <laughs> Suzuki before. When they, they arrived, swapped the car out. It's clearly the same model as well. It's yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Product um, placement. Yeah. In, uh, in voiceover, Zach says he's, quote, not looking forward to this decision for maybe the fifth time this week. Right. And maybe <laughs> Thanks, the 5,000th time this series. Uh, and he says he feels just as strongly about Viani as he does about Lily. Blah, blah, blah. Who could it be? Question mark, question mark. But anyway, they, they have to part. Uh, they kiss again. And Viani is driven away. Bye, V. Bye, V. See you later. Hungry. Hungry? <laughs> I don't know. So now there's a date with Lily. Yeah, that's right. Um, Lily thumbs down Zach's orange Suzuki. He's clearly switched back. Uh, and we enjoy some more of their casual, lighthearted repartee. It's much less explicitly romantic than Zach's with Viani. Yes. Uh, but it's still really cute. Um, when, when Lily asks if Zach wants to hang out, this is how they go on the date. They're like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, what are you... You know. It's yeah. Cute. Look, it's cute and nice. I'm not going to judge that. I think no. it's great. In the car, Lily volunteers, I know I'm not the easy option, again. This is something she said before. Yeah, it's a narrative that she's really working hard on crafting. Yes. Um, but Zach says he's still seeing new sides of her every day. He talks about all the new things that he's learning about her, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, they arrive at a beach 
and sit in the car for a moment where Lily says, I'm glad it's you because I like you. Watch her face as he's giving her this like wonderful amount of praise. He's heaping praise on her mm. and just pushing all her buttons. And her face is like, just like, she is just stoked. Yeah. That he is just saying this. pure it's contentment. One of those, yeah. Really nice things that sort of lets you see how much she cares about this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Sometimes a Bachelor finale is like heart-wrenching. Yeah. But this one, like even with the... Well, we'll talk about more about Lily leaving, but but you really... It's quite empowering, I think. Yes. Um, they stroll along the beach barefoot together. They raise the issue of Lily moving to Auckland to be with Zach, which she seems intent on doing, even saying that she wants to do it for herself and not for him. Yep. Uh, but Zach can't shake this feeling, saying, if push comes to shove and it's a decision between her and me, I think she'll pick herself. But that's part of the attraction. So at Look, this point, he's still considering that like a pro, I guess. Mm-mm. But that must be manifesting itself as a con. Because it, 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 the way that he expresses that is like, He's putting a little shine on it. You know? Let me add a little bit of investigative research okay. into the pot here. I watched the uh, live Bachelor thing that I told you about today. Mm-hmm. Lily answers a bunch of questions. I saw the same for Zach and Viani. Uh, and Lily's uh, moved to Auckland. Oh, no way. Yeah, okay. she lives in Auckland now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The other interesting gem that we found out is that Lily didn't even apply for the show. What? Her mum applied for her. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, her mum cool. thought that she needed some stability in her life. Right. Interesting. So her mum thought she needed stability, so she put her on reality television. Yeah, that's what she did. She was wow. like, go and live in this house, then go to Thailand, then come back, mm-hmm. then we'll go all around New Zealand. Yes. Uh, and then this man will pick you, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Mm. Mm. That is fascinating. It is. Hmm. Um, they arrive at a house with a sofa and a fireplace and some red wine. Oh, we've seen this before. Yeah. Lily hilariously remarks that it's very bachelor. <laughs> uh, I like that stuff. They have a really nice little recap where they go over Lily riding on her leg and then Zach riding on his hand. Um, they're clearly very simpatico, you know? Yeah. They, they've had this chemistry the whole time. Um, and, and to, to the extent, like when they're going over this stuff and replaying it, I, w- I was thinking during this, since we had the outcome spoiled for us, and I knew what was coming up. Yeah. I wonder what it must be like to be Viani and to rewatch, you know, no, it's not guaranteed that she'll watch this, but yeah. like to see the undeniable chemistry yeah, that Zach has with woman. Lily. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Like, you know, it, it, it must be really hard. Look, to what see that. Sam and Snez did in the Australian bachelor is they didn't watch. They the didn't show. watch. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think personally, that is the way that I would want to go with. Yeah. It. Yeah. If yeah. I was the, per- if I was the bachelor, I would make a pact with my person. If they, if that's what they wanted, mm. that we just wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least save it for like 20 years down the line or, Oof, but yeah, have to be 20 years, but like, you know, you could, you could have a fun time like watching back on, Yourself being a young idiot on a sure. TV show, yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's removed enough from the foundational basis of your relationship, yeah, you know? yeah. This yeah. isn't this is how we met, but it's not how we ended up. Yes, yeah. Um, the mood gets a little bit more somber at this yes. point, and something very interesting happens here that that I wanted to raise with you. Zach asks, "How do you feel about dot 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 things?" Question mark, <sighs> which is just <laughs> an incredible turn of phrase. Yes, um, do better. And Lily says, I feel like you have a pretty rough idea about how I feel. And at this point, there's some more flashbacks and there are more clips from Lily's confessional. And we don't see the actual conversation that they have at this point. And this hit me like a ton of bricks because of what we talked about on the last episode. Because I was convinced by you that Zach and Claudia were having the talk about how Claudia was going home. Yeah. I believe this same talk happens here. Oh, 
I believe when they're clipping back, you know, at, at this point, there's a very clear moment where the mood and tone of this conversation shifts. Yes. And they are both no longer wrapped up in each other's arms in a loving embrace, and now they are... Sitting next to each other. Not speaking that much to one another. Yeah. And picking their words very carefully. Yeah. And just from the body language, because we don't have any dialogue to go off, Ooh. it looks to me like something has changed. So- and and I want to say that for the remainder of the episode, similar to how Claudia was behaving, uh, Lily's uh, actions were a little practiced. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think Hannah is, is the example of someone who's practiced. I mm. think that Claudia... Uh, would like had that willful disbelief where she just wanted to ignore whatever Zach I was agree. doing. In fact, yeah. I may have even been meaning to say Hannah, yeah, because Hannah was the one that both of us agreed on from the outset. Like she, definitely yeah, she knew. got the heads up there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look, it's definitely possible that he's done the same thing with Lily here, and that's a really respectful way to go. Yeah. Um, and it, it's interesting for the show to be able to build some intrigue like that. Mm. And um, I, yeah. I want to say also, like, I sincerely hope that that's what happened. Yeah, me um, too. Because. There's very little that plays out to camera that is explicit about this. Yes. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's basically the end of it. Lily and Zach stand by the black Suzuki. They share a kiss goodbye. And sorry, uh, what color is that Suzuki? It's a black Suzuki. And Isn't what color is the Suzuki that they arrived in? Orange. Is there some kind of Suzuki painter? Like I don't understand what's going on undercover here. Undercover Suzuki painter <laughs> going Why around arriving in orange. And leaving in black. What's the symbolism? I don't... I really don't know. No, I've got no idea. Guys, write in <laughs> if you know. Happy um, OH pod. <laughs> if we were at the Women Tell All, dude. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's the first what question we asked. Yeah, yeah. What's, What's the fucking? symbolism of the yeah. Suzukis? Yeah. Um, they share a kiss goodbye, after which she says, see you around. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. She doesn't say like, hey, I can't wait to... Lose. You know, like it's so different to the Vianney one. She yeah. says, see you around, kind of sadly... The narration is taken over again by Zach's confessional, which reiterates how unsure and confused he is, particularly in the presence of Lily. Yeah. He says, like, oh, I just don't know. How am I going to make this decision? And, like, sure, that's that's that needs to happen for the episode to continue because yeah. we have to build the pressure on this needs to ultimate be said. decision. Yes. Um, but also, like, I think Lily knows. I'm on board with your hypothesis. Yes. Cut to the day of. Yeah. This is the day when it all is going to happen. D-Day. Zach says the biggest day of his life. Yes. We hear some really cool, like, Kanye West monster style Oh, this is so music funny. That both of us, like, we literally, like, shot out of our chairs. We're like, what the hell? This is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like uh, a commercial for, like, cool sunglasses or yeah, something like totally. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, very actually trendy. Yeah, and Zach was, like, the model. Yes, yes. totally. Yeah, and, and, you know, he's in slow-mo for a lot of this and that kind of thing. Uh, he makes his way back to the house that his family's living in. Um, he's, he, You know he's a cool guy because he's got jewelry, baby. Oof. He's got a handful of very, very branded rings. Of the same brand that was on the show before that I still didn't write down the name of. Neither. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's going to have some help from his sister and his sister-in-law to choose the right ring to give to the woman who wins. Uh, they try and match the rings up with the women without revealing which one Zach is actually more interested in taking. Sure. They play this little game. It's a delicate little balancing act. Uh, and they can only really achieve it by cutting away pretty quickly. So I, I don't remember what the ring was or anything. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't think so either. Shilviani likes it. Yeah, look, it's not even a fucking engagement ring. Well, maybe it's they got another ring. ring. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's just like jewelry. They probably pawned it straight away. Right? Like, yeah. fuck yeah, thanks for the ring. Thank you. I'll Suzuki my... for... Oh, yeah, I'll go and buy a <laughs> Suzuki. Suzuki now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we watch everyone get all dolled up for Judgment Day. 
Lily puts on a dark red lipstick, which makes her Colgate Optic white teeth really pop. Um, whilst Viani's segment doesn't include any product placement, uh, which I mentioned only so that we could say that Colgate is the official toothpaste of runners up. <laughs> uh, this message brought to you by Oral B, the toothpaste of lovers. <laughs> yeah, because of the name. Because of the name, Max. <laughs> if you had to uh, soundbible.com and enter the promo code Oral B is for lovers, Oral B is for lovers, <laughs> you'll. Uh, like gain access to a whole host. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up shit on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you're gonna love it. <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> it was at this time also that I think I was I very much entertained myself with this theory of like, what if uh, the episode ended like this? Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play it out like this. So the two finalists arrive in their limousines. Yes. Except they both receive boxes. Mm-hmm. From The Bachelor. Mm. One of them contains a box which contains a ring. Right. We've seen this play out. Mm-hmm. The other one contains a box which simply says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking a little bit about like alternate endings. Yeah, and that I kind think of thing. this is the one where like they really desperately hope as they open up the box, they're not opening the fuck you box. Yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing. Um, the way that this plays out every yeah. time on the, on the Bachelor is the same. And so we've seen a lot of these. And so obviously our, our imaginations take over at this point. But the way it works is like the first woman arrives and she gets the no. Yep. And then the second woman arrives and she gets the yes. Yes. Or man or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And, and you can tell who's going to win based on who loses. And you can also imagine that the women or whoever it is, the contestants can tell that they're about to win or lose because of the time of day it is. Yeah. Um, but we see a little bit of a twist on that here. So, Zach stands alone in a field, and a very formally dressed Dominic greets him. Dominic, you might remember, is the host of the show. Oh, Karina's boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. Uh, Dominic says, is the decision made in your heart, Zach? Now, Zach says, for the first time, I think, yeah, it is. But just imagine for one second if he said no. <laughs> like, can they make more show? Oh, can yes. they just have a 30-minute segment of him going, ooh, oh. Zach Spaviani, Lily's I really like the idea that they're just like, oh, okay, well, mm, let's go back to Thailand. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we cut between shots of both the women in the back seats of their respective Suzuki's, and we cut back and forth between them. So it's unclear which of these meetings is taking place first, which is really clever. It's also spliced with footage from the first night. Um, which is inherently so confusing because all of a sudden you see this shot of Viani and she's sitting next to a different woman in the car. Yeah. And you and I was a second where like, fuck is wait, this? who is that? She has like a <laughs> sister or something? As here? it turned out, it was Katie from the very first uh, few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the early villains of the show. So we the camera cuts between all three of these things. Viani's car, Lily's car, and the past. <sighs> and it's a very interesting... You're right to say that it's it's little like uh, hard to... Keep track of. Yeah. I want to argue it's a little Lynchian, perhaps. Oh. Uh, it's this time hopping sort of thing, which, uh, you know, the combination of the macabre and the mundane leaves the viewer offended, confused, and disturbed. Would you agree? Look, I think that uh, you found the, the linchpin <laughs> uh, and you've pulled it. Yep. And if you're not careful, this podcast is going to end right now. <laughs> okay, right. All right. Well, Lily appears first. So there's your answer. 
She's losing. Uh, Zach says, there's been so many times that I thought you'd be the girl for me. Yeah. But each time, I can't quite get past thinking that I might not be the right guy for you. He gets to the point really quickly. Yes. Um, and he also reintroduces the caged butterfly metaphor that, yeah. we, that we mentioned before, um, saying she's still got some, some wing, wing spreading, <laughs> wing spreading to do. That's not how he puts it. I don't know. Uh, Lily is thankful to Zach for being the most amazing guy. And Zach says he's glad that he got to meet her and the feeling's mutual. Um, we were both struck by how classy this was. It was... Lily did an amazing job. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't uh, big fireworks. It wasn't like she pulled out a quote that she had memorized or anything. No, no. It was nothing like that. It did feel very real. Um, it didn't feel like a sort of like a studied, like, I'm going to memorize these lines that I can say to Zach if I get dropped. Yeah. Um, it really felt like it came right out of her. Uh, and you could tell from the way that she was pretty shocked and sort of dismayed in, in her limo interview afterwards. Yeah. Um, that this thing hit her pretty hard. It did hit her like a ton of bricks. Um, and she was really, as much as uh, we talked about how much we like Nikki from the last season of The Australian Bachelor, mm. you contrast that with her reaction to Richie, which from memory was something like, well, I hope you're happy with your decision. Yeah, you totally. Know, yeah, to a bit the more way snide. that Lily handled this was just like she was impeccable in the way that she handled herself. Um, her first words when she enters the car, and there's mm. clearly a producer in the car there to to do this interview and to capture her. Her first words are "Good on Viani." Yeah, and, and you can kind of tell she means it. Yeah, like, um, there's a pause, and the producer says, "Yeah," and she goes, "Yeah, yeah." Like, it's hard. You should watch this scene. I guess it's yeah. It's definitely worth watching. It's yeah. a very very smart. And just like, uh, like, uh, yeah, I really felt like Lily handled mm. this impeccably. And we've been kidding around a little bit about like the filmic quality, I guess, yeah. or whatever. But like, you know, w- w- this is the finale, and so they're they're taking the production up to the the limit. It's ramped up. Yeah. Um, and the way that they sort of linger on this scene, I think, is quite telling and poetic, and gives a lot of personality to a show which is usually pretty squeaky clean. Yeah, and it's really cool that that, that comes out of a scene that's really raw, and a shot that's just one shot, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. there's no bells and whistles, there's no drone on a mountain. Yeah. This is just a camera in front of a woman in a car, and mm. not much sound. And she says to herself, like, just give it a bit of time. Yeah, And yes. she really does say it to herself, like, yeah. you know, this isn't, it doesn't feel performative. No. Even though she's obviously aware she's got a camera on her. Yes, and... Um, yeah, silence is is the editor's best friend here because they can just like edit around what she says with with nothingness, mm. and it really aids you in hearing and feeling the sparseness of what's happening. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, a a huge huge round of applause to Lily, who we've really enjoyed watching throughout the entire show. It's been a great great um, year for Will. All the highs, all the lows. Yep. Um, but it's not her season. This season be- belongs to Viani. Our winner. A little baby bird flies from a tree and uh, the camera scans this lush, vibrant green (laughs) countryside uh, as Vianney in this flowing red gown greets Zach. And Zach says, V, from the first time I saw you, I felt this little spark. Yeah. And by the end of the first night, you'd stolen away a piece of my heart. I look at you and see this confident, driven, kind, caring girl. And he says he hopes that he's shown her how he feels about her and how seriously he feels about her. And then he gives her the box. That's right. He shows her the ring, which she promptly puts on her rude finger. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, she opens up the <laughs> I'm box. I'm shacking and the box up says, with Lily. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, nah, she, she puts it on. She's shocked. 
She's saying, uh, it's you and me, and it's the end. And Zach says, it's not the end. It's the start. Yeah, yeah. And then she says uh, two things, which I think will be regrettable sound bites in the future. Okay, go on. Oh, my God. Is one. <laughs> you don't have to do that voice. And the other one is, I can't even deal right now. Wow, yeah, yeah. And but- then the third one, she says... Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so that <laughs> is the. It's, and then there's this really weird thing where, like, uh, Jess comes back. <laughs> and, and she's just totally unprovoked. Yeah, yeah, unprovoked. And, like, we were like, we're not even sure which Suzuki she arrived in. <laughs> and she's standing there, and it's like all of a sudden we're in this marshy terrain, and, like, there's weeds everywhere, and, like, uh, like everyone's wearing boots. And sure. Jess, like, Gets out and she realizes that Zach and Viani are actually on her property, which is really like so inoffensive. Um, but like to her, it's such a huge deal because of their relationship. And she looks at him in the, in the eyes and she's like, What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Um, so that's it. I mean, that's, that note. <laughs> that's the end of that episode. We reached the end of New Zealand Bachelor season three. Yeah. I think we talked about a lot at the, top, at the top of this episode and, and throughout our impressions of the season overall. Really positive. Yep. I came away feeling very positive. I would watch this as a wholesome Bachelor experience again. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think we probably will. Like, yeah. Like next time it rolls around, um, you should probably expect some Bachelor of Hearts content some coverage, related to yeah. it because yeah. uh, we're really into it. I thought it was I great. hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Mm. Particularly hope you guys have enjoyed our coverage. Um, a funny thing not a, lot, not a lot of people know about like me and Max uh, and and particularly when it when it you know it sort of relates to the podcast, but but outside of that as well, yeah, it's like both of us we're sort of bound by this one thing that we have in common, which is that we came here to make friends. It's true. It's a pact that we we made. Yeah, we swore the moment we met, <laughs> we smooshed that cream egg in between our hands as we shook, uh, and we said, "You and I, we will make friends. We will make friends." It's and true. Uh, <laughs> one of these days, it's really going to happen. Um, if you want to make our dreams a reality, please head over to our social media pages. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, probably all the other ones you could think of. Yeah. Look, Have just, a look around. I don't know. You, just go feel. BOH pod or yeah. search for Bachelor of Hearts. You know what to do. Um, we would really at. appreciate it. And yeah. uh, perhaps more so, we would absolutely adore if you took the chance to review our podcast. Um, this is... I guess the end of a season. Yeah, is that how we yeah. describe if it? You've or whatever. Appreciated what we've done over the course of this season. Even um, if you only listen to a couple of eps, um, that'd, be, that'd be super nice of you. We we would really uh, appreciate that, and it's gonna hold us in good stead as we come around to the Bachelor Australia. Yes, that's right. Which I think is probably our next thing. It'll be our next Unless, venture. I'd say we may uh, join in in the in the interim for some. Uh, well, US Bachelorette just yet. started. Uh, yes. And we're interested in that And I think if you're a Bachelor fan You'll probably already be watching it mm. But uh, if you're on the fence You should jump in Because we'll probably be relating back to it In the same way that we relate back to All the other various different All the iterations If you want to keep up with the complicated And tangled web of mystery That is Twin P- I mean Bachelor of Hearts <laughs> uh, Better make sure you get the uh, Secret pages of Flora Palmer's diary Yeah yeah A.K.A. <laughs> the new episodes just be subscribed <laughs> go just on itunes get the secret pages of amanda palmer's diary <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah um, um yeah it's probably only like six or seven weeks until the australian season starts yeah it's to not gonna around. be far away yeah, so, so uh, we'll be back with preview content when we find out who the cast are the minute uh, we find out anything I yeah, think. yeah yeah i think so i'm really i'm ready and roaring to go yeah. for, for this season of the bachelor i think maddie J is going to be a good bachelor 
I think that uh, hopefully they haven't sucked any of the life out of him. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It'll be really fun. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, on, on a very honest level, uh, a, a large part, if not all, <laughs> of our listener base is in Australia. Hello. And I think we'll be susceptible to the marketing and uh, general conversation around The Bachelor this season. So if you have a chance to tell somebody who you think might be into it, yeah, that would be sick. really, really cool. That'd be really good. Me and Max love making this show. We would keep doing it if nobody listened. As it happens, at least one person listens, which is even better. <laughs> You've stopped listening. Look. <laughs> you got a bit sad. I got a bit sad. Oh, I had no. to stop. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, we're in it for the love of the game, but uh, obviously the more popularity. <laughs> I want my words to have power. <laughs> power. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything nice you want to say, Max? <laughs> it's been a great season. We love you. We'll it's been a wonderful yeah. season, Max. I want to thank you for sticking by me. Oh, thank you for sticking by me through thick and orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it describes Zach at the end of it all. Yeah, yeah, thick and orange. He's not too thick. He's a uh, clever boy. Yeah, yeah. He's no, no, not thick, but thick in the muscular sense. Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, he t t h i double t. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Well, this has been the absolute best thing in the whole world. We will see you and talk to you again. We will be watching very, <laughs> very, very, very soon. Very soon. <laughs> and I love you. And let's make out. Uh, I'm not doing anything for the next six weeks. I'm free most days. See I will soon. talk to you soon. <laughs> I don't know how to end the podcast. Should we wrap again? Props nice. The best thing about the BFG is um, I think she got cast based on how she says the phrase BFG. BFG. Because it's a great English accent, but she has a different reading of the word BFG every single time she says it oh, throughout really? the movie, which is lots of times. So sometimes she's like, mm, BFG. But sometimes oh. she's like, BFG. <laughs> sometimes she's like, BFG. <laughs> It's and cute. then when they get together at the end of it, she's like, oh, that must make you my BF. Gee. <laughs>